Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we always keep it real to real. And in association with Simon and Schuster, we present to you Monkey Business. Monkey Business! I'm Nick. 1952. Yeah, I'm Nick. My name is not 1952, I'm Kaz. <laughs> the movie was from 1952. Yeah. Thank you for actually clarifying that, because Monkey Business is also confused with uh, the Marx Brothers Monkey Business from the 30s. And isn't there like a so-and-so's... Yeah, Howard Hawks monkey business is what this is usually referred to. And it's funny that you say that, too, because <laughs> of the research I was doing, and you know, Kez, that um, this is actually advertised as a Marilyn Monroe movie. Oh, it does? It, yeah, it advertises, like, nowadays it's, like, from the Marilyn Monroe collection, Howard Hawks monkey business. Oh. Yeah, I, I think considering after she died, probably. Yeah, it's not like she was in this movie a... She was in mm. a decent amount, but not nearly as much as... Uh, Obviously, Cary Grant. Well, yeah. And Ginger Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so this does have... It's uh, Cary Grant, Ginger Rogers, Charles Coburn, and Marilyn Monroe. I feel like Ginger Rogers steals the show. Especially Ginger later. Rogers was freaking awesome in this. Especially later like, on when she's got the mentality of a kid and she's pulling yeah, pranks she's and freaking funny yeah. hitting him with the paintbrush yeah it's um <laughs> oh man it's really good so well one of the things we just got to get off right off the rip here um you notice it's a little bit different it's a little bit like episode one in this considering it's just kaz and i here um, get well soon yeah so we do want to just wish well um that's what, you know, they are okay. Dan is, uh, Dan just needs the night, and, uh, Jocelyn is in the hospital right now. Not, no, not to worry, she is actually fine. It's not because of the human malware situation going on at the time of recording this. Uh, but she's actually fine. We just wanted to give them both our love, and really, people, uh, fans of Movie Theater Time Machine, whether you're new from Simon & Schuster, or whether you've been here since episode one, you know, just please go on our social media, give them some love, please, because they definitely need it. Because they're great people. Um, they're great people. And it's, um... And Jocelyn, actually, at the time of recording, you know, tell the audience, I love them, I miss them, and we will be back next week. Yay! Yeah, at the very moment of recording this, I'm just showing Kaz, it says, now. Oh! Right here, so... <laughs> Uh, but this is, you know, part of Cary Grant Month, and, you know, also, as we said right off the rip, this is association with Simon & Schuster. So tell them about the book! And, yes, it is with Cary Grant, Master of Disguise. A biography. Written by Scott Iman. And, uh, we're actually giving my grandmother a copy of the book. But we want to give you a copy. You, specifically. And how are you going to do that? All right, so there'll be a copy and paste link down in the notes. And what you can do is if you go on our Instagram, look at our bio. If you look at Movie Theater Time Machine, there's a clickable link. You fill out a form, and then you're in the in the drawing to go ahead and get a book. But the link below will take them directly to the Yeah, there's a copy IG and paste account? link, and you'll be good. Okay. Yeah, so actually the link below will take you directly to Simon & Schuster. So, uh, we're actually not in Nerdery Studios. We're doing this on our The couch. Den of Mutants. Yes. That is our domain. Yes. And um, we're doing this one. So, I mean, it is a celebration with Cary Grant. And we have, 
We have a really good one today. Uh, this is my first time seeing it. Yeah, as it was yours. Definitely mine. Yeah. Right, you know, like, what's your first thought on this? Like, initial thought on this one. Needs more monkey. Yeah. I. I, <laughs> I oh my god! I okay, wholeheartedly okay. agree with that. Chimps yeah. for you know you pedantic types. <laughs> I know the difference between a monkey and an ape, but monkey sounds fun. That's why people like monkey movies. <laughs> monkey. Monkey! Or grandma. Wee! Or like grandma's boy. Monkey! Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, get, they wear overalls. I wish they were one and two. Yeah. Because there's two. There's Rudolph and Esther are the two chimps. Yeah. And I... I I th- it was so cruel the way they had shoes on Esther. Yeah. At first. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> depriving her of her foot hands. Yeah. That's mean. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Cary Grant was definitely more subdued here at the beginning when he's, yeah. you know, an old guy. I think he's... Old-ish. Yeah. I, I don't know. His hair is always jet black, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, is he, he is, yeah. Is it brown? Well, Cary Grant actually spent... It was black, but he oh. spent a lot of time, really, with his appearance. Mm. And, you know, this is right about the time where... Cary Grant, from our, from the period of our last movie to now, Cary Grant is now legally Cary Grant. Oh, at this time, happy he, he is no longer Archibald Leach, and he is he is a naturalized American citizen at this time. Happy birthday! Yeah, <laughs> he, um, but he took meticulous um, time, really, and like he was very aware God, so of how he looked. And uh, we're going you to. You think he was pissed? He had to get his hair cut in this movie. I think so. It looked fluffy like yeah. mine when it comes out of the shower. Yeah, I mean, how the hell was that a rebellious cut? I know, right? It was just short, really. And like, the fact that we're supposed yeah. to get the distinct opinion. I mean, the distinct. Feeling that we're supposed to be laughing at his choice of a plaid suit jacket. <laughs> so youthful, so bold. Yeah, You're right. a real punk like, there. Yeah, like, okay, this is 1952, so assuming so, like, it was filmed in maybe 50, 51. Yeah, but even, like, yeah. Dobie Gillis, that was the 50s, right? And, yeah. and they had that character that was wicked, like, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that what they based him on? Yeah, I think so, yeah, yeah. See, I, I picture that type more rebellious or yeah. youthful type than yeah. a suit jacket. Yeah, that he's young, rebellious, and wears a plaid. Oh my God, he wants a plaid. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the, the the serum or whatever drove him to do it. Drove him to plaid. <laughs> he was driven plaid. <laughs> that make, oh my God, make that a, a phrase for for crazy. <laughs> I mean, so, driven plat yeah. arrives them mad. Yeah, and there was some similarities to like Nutty Professor. Dude, mm. had a professor. Although yeah. we never saw him actually profess, you know. Yeah. He worked at a chemical well, he, factory. Yeah. Well, it was um yeah it was, a chem- it was a chemical company. Yeah. You can't just call every smart person professor. Yeah. I don't think he had a class to teach. No, he was. He was just a scientist. He wasn't a professor. But they were all scientists, so yeah. did every one of them... Why did yeah. he be so special as to get that as yeah. the nickname? Well, one of Is he the... Is the eldest, maybe? Uh, it's possibly so. It's actually funny you say that. It's the... Um, I'm looking... I'm just looking up something in the cast here for a moment, but the... Um, 
one of the uh, one of the scientists who had a very very brief role was actually credited as Bitman. <laughs> uh, but he was played... Sounds like a video game character. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because he pretty much was one of the most famous type of video game characters. He was actually I... the third James Bond. It was Roger Moore. Oh, yeah. I forgot James yeah. Bond was in video games. Yeah, so it's... Not as much as movies, though. Right. It's still just quite odd. I mean, this, this cast itself is actually really good. It's actually really good. I mean, obviously, you have Cary Grant, you have Ginger Rogers, Marilyn Monroe, Charles Colburn, um, who was actually in, has been in film for quite a long time so at this point. I mean, he was the old guy, Oliver Oxley. Mr. Oxley. <laughs> um, Hugh Merlot, who was Hank and Whistle. That ain't right. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, a bunch of others as well that really, and um, my personal favorite out of all this, I believe, um, was, oh, wait, I got that one wrong, but it was, uh, they don't have the name of this, but in the, where they have all the Native Americans, and then you have, like, little John Wayne. Oh. Yeah. Aren't you man? Don't you like children? <laughs> and it what just, was like, that fucking kid? I, I don't know, but it, like, it reminded me of my grandfather uh, a bit, or just like, or like my grandparents just imitating John Wayne, like. Oh, <laughs> they did. Yeah, or, like he was the like my grandfather was obsessed with John Wayne. Uh, was absolutely insanely obsessed with him, and he's just like, oh wow, and then it's like, oh, he was tough. I'm like. He was an actor. Like, I don't know how tough he can get. In reality, I don't know, that's just me. It is still, it's... But not only do you have Cary Grant yeah. and Ginger Rogers, you have them both playing two personalities. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. So they definitely take the effort to uh, make, you know, make the difference. Yeah. Contrasty. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's the, the physicality... Of Cary Grant in this is actually really good. And you gotta think, he was born in 1906. So, this makes him, he was like, he was mid-40s at this point. And then stuff like, I'm not the best athlete in general here, but I'm in my mid-30s. And I don't think I could do that stuff. What, the cartwheel? Yeah, not not just the cartwheel, but just how he like easily just jumps out a window oh, yeah. on one of them, and how I he just jumps that. into a car and just randomly riding around fast. He's a shit driver. Yeah, he actually did that driving. Well, then really, yeah. Carrie Grant is an excellent driver, then. Yeah. But um, yeah, what's his face? Barnaby Fulton. Barnaby Fulton is a shit driver. Yeah, he is. He is, and it just it's. It's really interesting. Like the, I just I dug this one the best, mm. and you know it's where I wish we had a bigger ensemble for this to really dig into. Yeah. Um. Although I do want to get uh, some things just to like. Are we gonna review the scenes? Oh yeah, we will. But it's just uh, just. Are to, you gonna read their remarks? Yeah, just some of the remarks I've got to give. Like we have okay a. With that. We have a private chat. Uh, they're actually be fine with it. But the, um, um, like, one of the things Dan says, like, we have a private chat on Facebook, and we usually, private you know, chat. 
Well, that's for later. <laughs> but we <laughs> we um, usually just remark to each other as we're watching this. And uh, Ted says, like, so the, quote, doctor experimenting on chimps, but he has an attention span of half of that of your average goldfish. Do you want 28 day day days later? Because this is how you get 28 days later. Like, <laughs> and uh, that's something the... Um, uh, and some of the other stuff I am going to reference there, uh, but it is good. So Should we start let's, from the top? Yeah, let's just jump into it here. So you have... Um, oh, it, it just kind of, it's kind of slow at first. Yeah, it does slow, it does get slow, like, you know, the... Um, Crap, what was her name? Who? His wife. Who, Joe? Uh, oh, Edwina? Thank you. Yeah. And Edwina here saw, like, you know, the first beginning scene, you get the, uh, you get Barnaby and Edwina, uh, you know, Ginger Rogers, and uh, obviously an older couple, and I think, you know, they're both meant to look a little older than they actually are. Like, yeah, like, I didn't kind have... of tired, and their hair's yeah. pinned up instead of flowing freely. Yeah, I didn't have them in their mid-40s. I kind of did. I mean, you think so? Because I think, uh, say, around 50 is when he'd start getting gray hair. Yeah. But his hair was, like, perfectly black. I mean, your mom and stepdad are in their are in their mid-50s. I mean, when they were in their 40s, I didn't see them as tired. I don't... Well, you can kind of get it in Cary Grant's mannerisms in this film. He's, at least before he takes the, uh... What do they keep calling... The, solution, what, the, the B4. B4. Yeah, well, B4 is what the I actually called potion, it. The magical potion, but it's yeah. science magic. <laughs> yeah, he called it X058 was his, was his uh, just, potion, yeah. I just needed a better word than potion. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so. so he takes, um, but he's acting kind of tired and like they don't, like he doesn't want to go out to dance and yeah. she wants to go to a party, but he's kind of, he's, he's too preoccupied yeah. on his uh, sciencing. On it, because yeah. he's a chemist. And it's, you know, the very, very right. first bit that you see what is like... What's it called? The company? Yeah, well, the company, the Oxley Chemical Company. You know, they want to go ahead, he has to... Uh, Oxley. Develop, yeah, the Oxley Chemical Company. Yeah, well, that's kind of a weird name. Yeah, well, went after the owner... Uh, but you have this, um, the very first bit that you see is like, where she's telling him like, okay, you turn the hall light off, turn the porch light on, lock the door and I'll start the car. And you see very early on also, you do hear, um, the, he's opening the door during the credits and Howard, uh, Howard Hawkins, uh, actually says here, he's like, not now, Carrie. <laughs> You know, he says it twice. It, yeah, so there's like, like not no oh like it just. I guess they just left that in. Could you? Yeah, right. Just like the you know. Or was it part? Or was it written to be a joke, like a fourth wall breaking joke? I don't know. It's, I don't know either. It's odd, you know. It's that's really odd itself. But it just the, goes back behind the door. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you do no see laughing, like no. yeah, you do see. I I don't think this would have been good with a laugh track. Oh God, no! Uh, yeah. There was there were plenty of spots where there was barely where there was like no music like during the chemistry scenes, and I yeah. think it kind of made the some of those chemistry scenes really drag. Oh, that's why you said it was slowing down for you. Like when Esther is mixing the random shit together, uh, yeah. there's no music there, is there? 
No. Just nothing. It's just, I'm used to... Oh, Esther the monkey. Yes. Chimp. Yes. For pedantics. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> that. <laughs> Esther, she's mixing and, yeah. you know, monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. She saw him do it first and then there's no uh, music, is there? No, 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 no you're right. You know, but they're tired, as you said, and like at the very beginning, like where And he, even she finally yeah. gives up and she's like, you know, resigned, like, okay, I guess we're not going to the yeah. party. I'll cook you something. Yeah, but I don't, I think she is resigned, but it's also, she just kind of expects it, but she does have a great line here. Oh. Where she says here, if we go out dancing, I want all of you there. I don't want I don't want to dance with your body and have your mind somewhere else. Oh yeah. And I'm like, you know what? That's a really good point. Like I think Don't you be looking at me. No. I'm gonna look at you. Don't look but it's still like, you know, it's like, it's a good point. Like where you're going out and you're trying to have a good time and like you're thinking about other stuff. Or, like, you know, people are, you know, I'm sure people have done this, like, when you're out on a date and you're trying to have a conversation with bone. somebody. Yeah, or you're trying to bone. <laughs> and you're thinking of groceries. And you don't. <laughs> or trying to remember the name of a TV show or something stupid. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> like that. <laughs> So she starts cooking for him, and then yeah. I don't know why. Why there's is this the lawyer? lawyer guy? Uh, yeah. What's his name? The lawyer he kept saying his name so spitefully at the yeah. end. Yeah, uh, the uh, the lawyer is um, Hank. Hank. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hank Entwistle, played by Hugh Merlot. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> That's. Huh. It almost. <laughs> makes sense yeah but um he's a really dull individual aww humor low or maybe he's brightly colored wine <laughs> oh yeah huh? <laughs> so um Hank shows up and uh yeah why if there's such a jealousy thing going on yeah, yeah. why did they why did Hank even come around are they family friends? Was he well, finalizing something for well, them? Well, I mean, he's the lawyer, and it's just, but they... The uh, only they, the lonely lawyer in town? Yeah, I guess. Because he used you know? to have a thing for, uh... Yeah. For... For Edwina. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. get a feeling like it was back quite a ways, though. Because <clears throat> later on, when they have a fight about it, it was like, oh, you, you had a thing with this girl. Yeah, back in grammar school. No, that was a different one. Yeah. Well, they're, they're fighting, when they're fighting, when, um, it, well, later on when they're fighting in the hotel. Mm. And, they're, and they're like, you know, like, what's this thing with Hank? You want to talk to how you're jealous of Hank? Well, you had this thing where you kissed this girl once. Yeah, back in, you know, back in school. Like, so you think, like, yeah, I, get the, I got the feeling personally, like, they've been together for quite a long time. Mm. No, that's just me, but the, um... But he shows up, yeah. and I'm not sure what he does. Yeah, well, Besides I mean... Besides, he's wondering why they're not going to the party. Well, yeah, he set up the time for the party and stuff, uh, and, you know, he's like, wait, I just spent this money, and I think he said something like, I had a table set up. Why are you not here? here come on now. But don't worry, he comes yeah. back later, so you don't have to... So yeah. he, he was part of the plot. 
Yeah, it's but they it is it is Important funny with like part of the plot the later. way the way they have there because Ginger Rogers and Cary Grant have this really funny lovey doveyness hmm. to them and like you know they're like okay and they're like the phones ringing and they're looking at each other and just start kissing a little bit. Oh God! And it's I'm, like, I'm like, um, your phone's ringing. Like, yeah. Uh, I'll show myself out. <laughs> like, <laughs> Even I was like, hey, pick up the freaking phone. <laughs> <laughs> Were telemarketers a thing back then? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody could be on fire. Oh, is it? What do you think? Your mom's you... calling. She's on fire. <laughs> or nine one one isn't invented yet. What, what would telemarketers sound like though? But like, hello, I'm a telemarketer <laughs> from the fifties. Would you like to buy some auto insurance? <laughs> Or how about a vacuum? Hello, where's the lady of the house? <laughs> Do you have an encyclopedia already? <laughs> Would you like a direct slugging encyclopedia? We're slugging a new dictionary. Steak knives for murdering <laughs> and other purposes. <laughs> we have a new foot washer here in the house. Oh. We've a new oven. <laughs> Call me when you come up with the uh, Hitachi Man <laughs> massager. <laughs> I almost said masturbator. That's the joke. <laughs> How does the little lady feel now? My little lady's doing great, thanks for asking. You had me a doorbell. <laughs> so anyways, he goes to work, and he has big glasses, and... Oh, right. He does mixes together the yeah. formulas because yeah. he realizes the idea is heat. Yeah. That's what's missing. Yeah, that's the, when he gets the idea for that, then starts to try yeah, it out. Yeah, we're cooking. At first, it doesn't work, but we're introduced to Marilyn Monroe's character. She's the dumb secretary. Yeah, she, I, I just, I'm curious to look at more Marilyn Monroe movies hmm. because she can't play this dumb in all the roles. Well, about some uh, like it hot. Yeah, well, that was yeah, so long ago we saw that. Like, yeah, that was our last fifty nine media associated story. Mm. But the um, yeah, she played silly dumb in that. But I mean, it was like okay, she had some form of intelligence, and supposedly um, Marilyn Monroe was intelligent. Mm. And you know, in general, but then knew how to play the dumb blonde bit. Yeah. But I, I don't know, you know, mm. I, you know, but. Not an expert. No, but there's one of the, you know, there's there's some lines here like where she's, um, uh, you know, where she says right at the, you know, very beginning, and they're like, oh, hey, you're here early, and he's like, well, yes, Mr. Oxley said I should be, I should be mindful of my punctuation, so I've arrived early today. I'm like, okay. Um, but they, they're in Mr. Oxley's office, and um, there's a really great line here. Actually, we're going to insert uh, Scott Iman from our interview for our patrons. Let him tell you. Scott, go ahead. Take it away. And Mel Monroe's a riot, you know? One of my favorite dialogue lines in all movies. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's dressed in a very tight dress. And she's Charles Coburn's secretary. Yeah. And she's sort of sashaying right yeah. past him. Yeah. And Grant looks at her and then looks at Coburn inquiringly. And Coburn says, anybody can type. Thank you very much, Scott. 
<laughs> yeah. It's kind of like doing a little bit of time traveling. Yeah. Now you can listen to the full interview um, if you become one of our patrons. Yes. Where can they do that? Yes, yeah, so it's... Or is pa- that in our ad? No, it's uh, patron.podbean.com uh, slash empty time machine. And that's patron, not Patreon. Yes. Yes, so head down Just there. Just patron. Yeah, it's really... It's a, it's a good line, and I think it's funny. Like you said, it's... <laughs> you know, it's a, it's one of the funnier lines. I mean, hell, I, you know, where he looks and goes, anybody can type. Oh, God. Like, like that, that's... That's a, that's a nice slide dig. But for 50s, I mean, you think what would I'm be said I'm mostly now? thinking, oh, God, please don't sexually harass her. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just recognizing Don't stare like an little, ass. Yeah. But, they, you know, where do they get in? Then we get to the first lab scene where they're trying. Oh, it. it's so slow. I'm wondering, which it probably had to be truly. Cary Grant was a method actor, and, and you know, to a degree, but... I'm wondering if those glasses were real. They looked like yeah. Halloween costume nerd glasses. That's I, how Coke bottling yeah. they were. Yeah, like they, they might are, be clear seeing out of a Coke bottle. Honestly, listeners, like if you just Google Cary Grant monkey business, you'll see one of the first stills is the you know one of the first pictures under, under images is this, and you'll see what we're talking about. It's it looks cartoony like I would not have been surprised if this movie was animated hmm. to a degree and you know I don't I think it would have been I don't think it would have been as good though you know so. well I mean it relies on you know the very quick changes or you you had like the music when they were like when they take the elixir and then suddenly they're like okay they're acting younger but Cary Grant oh, yeah. just took the glasses off and then just started walking and it's like Oh, okay. It just that was it. He took them off because of the. Yeah. The, yeah. Are we gonna call it an elixir or serum? A, yeah. B four. Yeah. B four started working. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hopefully, there was a music sting for that. Yeah. Yeah. When it started working, and it's like, oh, okay. And then he just took the glasses off, and clearly, like, he just like, wow, like, he does look younger. Hmm. This is interesting. But. That's pretty much the only symptom we get, because even when he regresses to childhood age, yeah. obviously he's still like forty something. But he looks younger from when he had the glasses on. True. That, that's what well, I that's because like, glasses are often associated with older age. Yeah, and I think whether like if he was, if this was a cartoon, like you would have seen lines disappear. Probably. Clothes were like I just I think it. But he wouldn't have turned into a baby because yeah. that's. That that That's totally a, not happening as part of a plot. But I think that was a funny bit. Yeah. That was a really funny bit. And um and so like Esther is, you know, changing everything and concocting her own stuff. Esther the monkey. And um, you know, that she takes this and then just drops the mixture into the water cooler. Perfectly. And it just that goes here. The water cooler that just happened to be in the middle of a bottle change. Right, and down the hole. If you've ever been like, you know, with a kid, or like, I remember doing this stuff as cho- like when I was a kid, and like just dropping stuff off somewhere, or just hiding something somewhere. Like this goes here now. 
Or, like, I can remember, like, I I had something, or I had, like, a little, um, I had, like, a little bracelet or something, or, like, you know, it was something we made when we were, like, we were in art school mm. or something, or in art class. Like, oh, this is a thing we did in art class, and I, like, I took it off and then put it in a peanut butter jar. Why? And then, like, I put it, like, I was six years old. That's old enough to know better. Yeah, it's something like, you know, it's like I put it in a peanut, like a half-empty peanut butter jar, and then put it back, put it in the cupboard in the kitchen, and just left it. Surprise! Yeah, and then forgot Was about it. supposed to be a prank? I have no idea, but I just, like, it just reminded me of that. Like, when I, when I did that, I'm like, all right, that goes here now, and then I just went on and started playing, and then, like... <sighs> Two days later, she's like, why did you put, my mom, like, why did you put your bracelet in there? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Like, you know, it just, just reminded me of that. It's just for kids do that. Just like, right, I'm like, this goes here now. Or, or like, it's like Grindhouse where little Tony is like putting his animals all in one little thing. Like, they live in a terrarium now. <laughs> and, you know, or just, I mean, it's something stupid, but then it's like, nobody sees this, so... He drinks the the they oh, drink Esther the elixir. Totally lets herself back into the cage. Yeah. I want to know what those poor chimps do all day. I hope they have a toy or some shit in there. Yeah, I think they kind of yeah right yeah. yeah. I mean, they can't just sit there playing with their overalls. Oh no. Yeah. Ew. Uh, yeah. They have four hands. Ah. <laughs> Uh, Dan or Josh, you would have said that, so I'm saying it for you. Um, so we have the, uh, you know, so he just starts acting like, you know, they take the elixir, Wait, but... They, you know, first they take what they think is the elixir. Yeah. It's the stuff he mixed together himself and heated up, yeah. but the heat didn't actually have an effect. It's only when they go to drink water afterwards, they don't realize that the, there's actually, the formula is getting, the formula, that's what they call yeah. it. The formula is getting mixed into their water, and then mm. they drink it. And it's like, oh, this is both so bitter. It must be the, the water's very formula. bitter. Like, okay, it couldn't have been clear. Here's a timeout moment on this. Yeah. Hey, the water's bitter. Wouldn't you change the water at this point? They did later. Yeah, they did later after they drank it for Maybe about a the day. Janitor wasn't around. Yeah, I. Oh well, yeah, good Janitor's point. Janitor's yeah. day off. He yeah. had a whole adventure about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah maybe the janitor's watching all this shit and just like I need a day off yeah yeah or like the janitor's explaining to the boss well your scientist went ahead and drank the water I changed he walked out the window bought a car and rode away with the secretary that's what he did yeah and that's it's exactly what happened but first, who's gonna believe that first it starts off with the yeah. oh I can't see and then he takes off his glasses and realizes his oh, glasses are impairing go. his vision because his yeah. vision is fine now okay there you go and he just feels better does a cartwheel walks, walks out the freaking window yeah does a cartwheel walks out the window oh it's all my need time up there is actually a really funny bit where it's like you know hey Fulton this is Oxley you know they're going back and forth and it's like uh, oh yeah I don't know how you would describe that though yeah it's funny alliteration with the wording uh uh they're doing and it's like oh who's this me no I'm me Fulton no I'm Fulton like, I'm Fulton like you're Fulton hi Fulton I'm me you know it's, it's, it's really, I, I mean I laugh for that I guess you can describe it yeah so he's acting there and he takes the boss's secretary for a day out in the town 
And you're real. There's really good physicality, and I, I don't think we're gonna see it. Like we'll probably see it in next week's movie with Operation Petticoat, but I can guarantee you we're probably not gonna see it when it comes to our last one when we do Charade. And you know, cause Cary Grant's physicality is funny. Like where they're they're going out roller skating and. He falls on his ass. Yeah, or he falls, and it's a convincing fall, but he clearly knows what to do. Mm. Like, he clearly knows how that's not going to hurt him, because Cary Grant was very vaudevillian anyway. <laughs> that's how he started acting. When he was really, when he was Sure really knows how young. to land on his ass. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, you remember when, um, you remember when we were in, uh, when we did uh, improv classes? Yeah. And they used to call me Pratt, because I always fell. I don't remember that. When yeah. you got a cool nickname? Yeah. I didn't get a cool nickname. Yeah, well, it's like classic Nick. That's Brad. <laughs> oh my god. Ah <laughs> uh, man, our teacher was an understudy for Tina Fey. Mm. So yeah, she was cool. She was cool. So you know they're trying that. He's all about that, and then you know he's back in the office, but you know he gets a car. And, you know... Apparently a young person's car. Yeah, which... With his young person's jacket and haircut. I mean, the car wasn't that bad. It was, like, a classic car. Wasn't it kind of hot-roddy? Yeah. A little bucket seat style. I mean, everything looked pretty decent. Sports car for two. Yeah, it's like, I mean, they clearly don't... Convertible. They don't have kids. Like, this is a decent car. Mm, Yeah. They they don't need the back seats. Yeah, I get it. Oh, my God, he drives so bad. Yeah. I mean, Drifting all over the fucking place. Yeah, oh, yeah, and then there's that damn really tall car. <gasps> what was car. that thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, a, it looked like a piece of construction. Yeah. Not construction yeah. equipment, but all construction. Right. Yeah, just to give you an idea, listeners, like, there's this really tall car with, like... The body is way the, up. Yeah, it's really high, and the legs are really high, and it's just, like... But it has, but it's like a, it's like a tuning fork. Yeah. That's a very good way to describe it. Like, there's walls leading down to the to the tires, I think? Yeah. And they just scooch underneath it. Yeah. Like, through, between the legs. So yeah. This, and this, whatever this is. This is the point where Dr. Fulton is starting to revert back to his other age. Oh, now he yeah. can't see anymore. Yeah. yeah, he can't see. They're crashing about, and, you know, the... Marilyn, uh, Marilyn, uh, L- Louise is having this really, like, okay, oh, well, I'm crazy about you, Doc, too. Okay, are you trying to remember her character name? Yeah, I have it here, Louise Laurel. Oh, okay, yeah, I thought the, it was Laurel, because yeah. they kept calling her Laurel. Well, they're referring to everybody by last names, because ah. it's 50s. Mm. So, it just, it's, it's kind of odd, well, but... Well, you know, Laurel can be a first name, too, so... Yeah. Kind of confusing. True. True, but the, um, you Oh, know, she kisses him. Yeah. But... For all the talk about lipstick, we couldn't see any on yeah, on his like, face. Yeah, so, like, the next scene is when they get, he, he's in the office, and, you know, clearly he's reverted back to his old self where he's he sleeps tired. off the effects. He's got bursitis, was it? Yeah. What is that? A bursitis is basically, like, tightness of the limbs. Of and of the joints, so it just really hurts to move suddenly or basically you ain't yeah. gonna be doing somersaults. No. 
No, it was... Cartwheels. Yeah, where he did the, you know, that was actually a really good ad. It was like when he did the cartwheel, because he mentions before that that his bursitis is bugging him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, and then it's like, oh, okay, he got it. Like, that's, I don't that's think I could do a cartwheel. No, I never could either. My legs don't want to go up. No, above my head like that, I don't think. It wasn't the legs. It was um, it was the sensation in my nose, because I, I was losing balance. Oh. And it's just something, and some people have it like I do. That's why I get airsick. Mm. And it's just like the sensation that I was gonna fall just naturally made me want it. Like my equilibrium was thrown off. Constantly, so I, I was like afraid I'd break my yeah. neck. Yeah, because they tell you when you do it. Like I remember, I had a gym teacher uh, to try to teach me how to do it. It's like you put one palm down sideways, and then you start to put your head down, but then you look for the, like the opposite wall as you're putting your other palm down, and then you kick mm. over, and your upper body lets your your lower half do it. It's like afraid it'll fall over. Yeah, and I, I, I could never do it myself. I mean, I was always a tall kid, too, so that was always a difference. Um, but anyway, so, like, they're in the office, and, you know, they want to try it again, so... Edwina grabs it this time and takes it. Yeah, she's like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and try it, and... Because um, she wants to be the young, fun one, because I think she's a bit jealous, but not quite jealous enough. I mean, she keeps mentioning the lipstick on his face, but wouldn't yeah. you be like, dude, but what the hell? She's really relaxed about it. I know, she's like, not... Hey, you got a bunch of lipstick on your face. I know, <laughs> she should be, like... Who the hell did that? What happened? Yeah. Did you fall into a lipstick factory, you Who bastard? Who the fuck is kissing your face? Yeah. Well, we do see that in a few moments. But not until but the, um, po not potion, uh, the chemical word for potion. Formula. Formula. Yeah. To quote Dan here, <laughs> so it's like, you know, Dan says, you know, that I've created irresponsible fuckboy serum. <laughs> Thank you, Dan, for that for that, for that phrasing. Uh, but he also, you know, that's where it's like, okay, I've done this. But, it, you know, when Edwina <gasps> takes this, this basically becomes <laughs> Spanish fly. The poor fish. Yeah. <laughs> I do like Ginger Rogers' face where you notice, like, she's, she's getting Oh, she's younger, impish. And she's getting really silly, like. She's impish, but that poor that poor fish. Put a fish down somebody's pants and kill the fish. She makes the boss sit on pie. Oh yeah! Come on! I just love that. That's fucking awesome. I just love that dry, bland, or maybe not bland, but more like I'm so innocent face. She just makes or doesn't make because it's it's like flat. Like yeah. a flat expression, like deadpan. I'm yeah. putting a pie under your butt. <laughs> You're gonna sit on a pie. Oh, yeah. I'm just. Whoops. Yeah, there we go. Does a little dance, but this is where like Marilyn Monroe comes in. You can clearly see she's like, okay, hi, hi, Doctor Fulton. What did you What did you say to her? He just said hi. You know, that's in the trailer actually. If you've seen it on our uh, on our Insta. Now and all our jealousy is coming out. Yeah, that's but I, like, I was kind of confused about the age at first because I feel like sticking a goldfish down somebody's pants it would be more of a child thing than a. Uh, but then somebody in her twenties. Yeah, but then I got mm. the idea that she's in her, she's around age that she got married because she takes him up on the, has him go on the honeymoon yeah. with, again with her. 
Yeah, that's a good thing. You're right, yeah. But at first, with the fish, the goldfish thing, I was like, uh-oh, she took more of the formula, so is she going to go back younger or yeah. just stay that way longer? That's what I thought, too. Yeah. And that's why it's, this would be better if it, you know, it's so, better as it is, but it wouldn't be as good as if it was animated. Oh? Because if it was animated, then you'd see, like, you'd expect to see regression back to childhood and then age back up. You mean, like, literally, rather yeah. than just psychologically? No, to, uh, yeah, but you'd expect to actually see it. Yeah. You know, but it's just like this, but this, but like... I think they could animate them still as adults. Yeah, but, but it wouldn't have better their as demeanor. a demeanor. It wouldn't have been as believable because, like... Yeah, but animation-wise, it's like you have to expect it. You expect to visualize it. But this one, like, the actors really have to stretch and show that they're younger. And I'm like, you, you think know, they went a little overboard sometimes? It's been a long time since I was a kid. I think so. I think they did go a little overboard, but I think it's just with the... I don't know shit about kids, so... Neither do I. I, I don't know if won't. they're really that bouncing off the walls. Um, well, I mean, you know, with Emily, you know, um, her daughter, but when you, um, when you see her, like, she bounces a little bit, she gets really excited, but... She's also a kid, you know. The kids do have energy, and you know, lack I of lost energy. Lost my bouncy bounce. Yeah. <laughs> lack of energy in your thirties is is a really uh, it, it does go quick. Wait, uh, does energy come back? I think so. I hope so. Yeah, I think I sleep so. Sleep too much. Um, but the you know when the elixir works, it's just the. The oh. schoolgirl pranking is great, but I do like you know. There's an interesting thing where they go back to the hotel and Cary Grant is definitely the older one. And then, you know, his wife has way too much energy. Oh, God. She just wants to dance all night yeah. long and he's falling but asleep on her shoulder. There's a beautiful thing where they're dancing to her song, their song that the band's playing. And he's like, OK, it's a slow song. He's like, oh, thank God. And then it picks up again and you can see his face like, no, totally fuck, wakes fuck, him up. fuck, 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 no. <laughs> I just want to go to bed. Yeah. And it's just like, it's something that I was talking about because I just started a new day job. And uh, it's, um, we were um, talking amongst us, like the, the boss of the department is older and, um, you know, out of the four people, I'm kind of the middle one of age. And there's like two or there's um, one of the person who's, who's significantly younger. But been there a while, and, you know, we were talking about something, and she's like, I'm going out on a Friday night. And I thought about it, like, in your 20s, like, Friday night was all about going out. And I think, like, in my 30s, Friday night, I'm thinking, like, you know. Food this, and movies. Yeah, it's like a blessing of this whole COVID thing. Cause it's like, Friday night, how much can I not leave my house? Oh. <laughs> like, oh. Like, you got excited when I got you socks for Christmas. Or <laughs> Yeah, or was true. it your birthday? So it was Christmas. Oh yeah, you're excited for Christmas socks. I that was like, I was, um, is the the. I'm wearing a pair that she bought me right now. That is the sure sign that you are old when you get excited for Christmas socks. Yeah, I'm like I'm like excited. Like this is what we got. I'm like this is Christmas socks. The special like, yeah. socks. They supposed to not get holes in them. Yeah, yeah. Except one did. One of them did, yeah, but these are still old and strong. They you gotta fix that sock. I do. You gotta send it back. I do, yeah, yeah, you're it's right. Guaranteed. You're right. 
Yeah, not a uh, not a sponsor, but darn tough Vermont socks. You really need to check them out. They are great. His feet eat socks. Yeah, I I just gave a promo for for a sock company. That's how old you are. <laughs> gotcha. Maybe I need this goddamn formula anyway. Yes. Yeah. The B four. Yeah. So I mean, it's the formula is like. What if the formula was B fifty twos? And every time you you drink some, you, you open they, your mouth and rock lobster or something comes out of your would, mouth. They would be hugging and a kissing, dancing and <laughs> loving, wearing next to nothing, always harder than nothing. The whole shack shimmy. Shack shimmy. The whole shack shimmy. The love shack is a little old place where. Copyright oh. strikes aren't here. <laughs> Thank you. All I could uh, think about was the lyrics I made up that have to do with pe- pooping. <laughs> I almost said peeping. If I meant pooping, I made lyrics about pooping, pooping for Love Shack. <laughs> yeah, but, the, but anyways, uh, they're in their honeymoon yeah, hotel. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, Cary Grant's definitely pooped here. And, I mean, he's just really super tired. And, of course, you still get all this energy and... I don't know why she was afraid to change in front of him. Yeah. It's not like it t- turned the clock clock back on your virginity. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's just the age. Like, you just don't change in front of your partner unless you're going to have sex. Like, or, you know, you don't disrobe in front of your partner at all. They already married. Yeah, but it, you still just don't. Like, that's just... You, 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 I like, thought the honeymoon night was the supposed to be the night where the people, the frustrated people, finally get it on. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you, you disrobe, you get into, like, a nighty and stuff, but then, you know, she just that, starts... That you, one had too many bows or frills yeah, or something. Yeah, you know, I mean, she starts breaking down, you know, because she's thinking of her mom and how old she is. and. I have expected her mom to be dead. Yeah, I did too. That would have lended it too. a tragedy. Yeah, but then they, um, you know. No, she's just worried that mother doesn't like you. Yeah, well, no, it's flat out. The mom, yeah, my mom don't like you. Okay. Yeah, it's like they've been you, married. He for must a have a cartoon while. character mother-in-law. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. not even a trope anymore, is it? I don't think so. I mean, I, it's, it's, I tell people all the time, and I know because there's a possibility she is listening, like. I got very Hello. lucky. I got very lucky with my mother-in-law. Mm. You, know, you know that. I mean, I got very lucky, and we both did. Yeah. You know, because like you know, you hear about the dreaded in-laws. I'm like, I'm fine. Well, I think they used to not get me, but yeah, I don't know. They're fine. Everything's fine now. Yeah, it's like okay, it's fine. It's like okay, good. Like you're fine itself. Like I mean, your your parents divorced and remarried, so I have four people wondering what I'm doing in my life. Uh-huh. But I mean, still, like all four of them are fine people. Like mm-hmm. it's just like okay, good. Like you know, it's there. And then you know, where like you know, she does this thing. They have this fight. She makes a call to Hank. Ooh. Oh, oh, because and, she wants to report uh, B- Barnaby for uh, abuse because he bent over to pick up his glasses and they hit her by accident. Yeah, yeah. She's stepping on the glass. But there's a great this. This is probably. To me, I think it's really good editing at this part 
but where uh, Cary Grant is stumbling outside the hotel room looking for Oh, he his, fell down the laundry chute. Yeah, not only that, like, falling into somebody else's hotel. Oh, that too. And, you know, like, this... He could not see where he was yeah. going. Okay, like, this is one of the things, not this exact situation, but I was in an Airbnb last year in Toronto, Canada, and I almost walked into somebody else's room and not mine. Ugh. Like, you know, and I just, like, the key almost worked, and I was, like, jiggling it, and then this young woman, like, opened the door. She's like, this is not your place, and then slammed the door in my face. What bitch? And I just, like, you know, she just, like, because she got scared. You know, she got scared, and I later, I apologized. I'm like, wait, this is not my, this is not my room. I was in um, I was in an Airbnb that was like twenty six different rooms in one house. Shit. Yeah, you know, actually, it was a pretty cool place though. They, they were all really nice people though. I don't so know it was basically it. a hotel. No, it was just a very giant house. That had you know that had beds in almost every room. Who do you think a hotel is? Yeah, true, but oh, you know, just a giant. That's why house. they look so similar to the little house pieces in Monopoly. Yeah, that's true. Okay, fine, whatever. But it's, you know, so they call Hank, and then you know they go back, and like they're both older again, and she's got her hair back you, up. You know, she's like, you know, clearly, like it's clear that sleeping really kicks the formula back into you know out she of your seems system. Like she wasn't quite as ashamed of herself as she should have been. No, she shouldn't <laughs> have been ashamed because she was fun. No, I mean once she started accusing him of. Abuse and oh, yeah. calling the. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call, call the cops. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call, call Ed Whistle. I'm gonna call I'm my gonna mom. Get, yeah, and you know they all show up and blah blah blah. Oh god. Uh, and they're just like, no, this is my fault. Sorry, we're all stupid. Let's just pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. And you know they take more elixir, and. <laughs> One of the bits with this that was, I wanted them to explore formula. a little more with this formula. Thank you. I keep forgetting uh, that word. I, I want to yeah. call it potion. Well, one of the things I wanted to explore with this sort of like movie, if it was like a little bit longer, is like suddenly out of nowhere, like they, the chemical company wants to buy this formula off them. And two points are made really quick. Like he did this on our time. We don't need to pay him at all. It's like, very good point. Like, yeah, from a business standpoint, right? Kind of dick and, move and then, like, from a human standpoint. Yeah, and th that's true. But it's like, Oxley, the owner of the place, is very encouraging. But all of a sudden, he's like, I want the formula. I want to make this. Because this thing is like, when did you become this dickhole of an owner? He wants to take the formula himself. Yeah, but it's like, he didn't really... He didn't really present himself as that kind of a boss. Like, he's like, oh, hey, this is going to be created awesome. Like, and he was very supportive. And all of a sudden, he's an asshole. Why? You know, just like, I wanted to see that a little more. But this point, like, you know, um, um, Dr. and Mrs. Fulton take the formula again, like, unbeknownst to them that they're doing it because they're drinking the water still. Yeah. Like, when they're clear, but they're... She like, uses it to make coffee, and they're 
And he's on three cups yeah. of coffee. She's on two cups of coffee. But there's really fun, like, physical. There's physicalities here. Like, Ginger Rogers holding, like, the cup on her forehead and going to lay down without even spilling it in one yeah, shot. Yeah, how'd she do that? Like, that was pretty good. Or, like, you That's know. That's when the formula's kicking in. Yeah, when they, like, he picks up the phone and he goes to sit down, but he's very clearly just mimicking it. He's like, haha, no, you're not going to make me fall. And. When they go up to the boardroom because they're being summoned and they want to buy it, like they're wearing different clothes and carrying Esther with them for fun. Like, <laughs> where did they get those clothes? Oh, did you not catch that? I didn't. I thought they were wearing the same clothes. They were wearing different clothes. Edwina wasn't wearing. That. Were they wearing a coat? Yeah. Well, they did had they a just coat, take their coats off. No, they had like. Well, I think, you know, Carrie Grant might have had it, but Edwina had a very different type of clothing mm. on, too. And it's just, it's very, very different. It's like, wait, the, the, the formula suddenly changed their clothes, too? No. Like, it's like, did we, did we have a, did we have a Hulk situation where he grew three times his size, but his pants stayed on? Spandex. Yeah, like, like, or like, what did we have this way? Oh, God. Picture Hulk in one of those, uh, those, you know, those Halloween suit things, like the green guy from uh, Always Sunny? <laughs> yeah. One, those yeah. things? Yeah. The morph suits. That's it. <laughs> Why do they call them that? I don't know. Huh. Is it because you wear it under your other Power Ranger gear? Probably. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but the, um... Uh, picture Hulk in one of those. What the fuck would happen? Ugh. Would it tear? Would it just... Would he just be a creepy, shadowy Hulk? Hmm. <laughs> in a uh, nylon? Yeah. <laughs> Giant onesie? <laughs> nylon onesie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Barnaby, you know, they take the elixir, and, you know, what, this is the part that's really funny, and, you know, to me, but the, 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 this is really, like, the third act of the whole movie, you know, where it really starts. It starts the, the downward trend. Uh, towards the end you know where everything starts to come together oh. and really wrap up but from this point but you know the they take the elixir and of course you know they want to sell it but Cary Grant's doing this really funny thing where he's bouncing around he's like name the money how much money you want I want a trillion million dollars a zillion dollars yeah I want a zillion million that's a million trillion and five cents yeah and five cents I want five cents. Okay, we'll get you your shiny nickel. One of the we'll give you a zillion. And a nickel and a shiny nickel. And a pony. Yeah, and it's, I believed he and regressed. And a speedboat. Yeah. Dude, wouldn't you want a pony too? And a speedboat? Yeah. Can I have the pony on the speedboat? That sounds scary. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah, the pony would probably freak out. Could uh, the speedboat transform into a pony, like some kind of transformer? Dan... What do you think? Yeah. Hey, Dan, tell us. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, but this is really funny where they're, like, bouncing around. I think it's, I think this is, like, I think my favorite Ginger Rogers moment where she writes, Barnaby loves Edwina. <laughs> and he's all pissed off about her. Why did you write that? Nah. And, they're like, and uh, you know, they're going back and, you know, they're, like, having this little kitty fight where they're. They lose their memories? I don't think they lost their memories, but they're reacting as, you know, they're, they're reacting as, as 10-year-olds mm. would be, or like, you know, or like, 
You know, like, you like that girl? No, I don't like girls. Mm. Girls are icky. But they're kind of cute. <laughs> oh, girls. And it's just, but the, you know, then, you know, when they're having this fight about it, she's going to call Hank again. Because he put paint and, on her. Yeah. And, and she put paint on him. And, yeah, what a more innocent world in 1952, right? Uh-huh. Like... Where they stop in front of this random front lawn and this guy's painting this house and they start fighting with the paint. Uh, there's one guy who's on the you know like on the ladder painting the house. He's like, hey, leave my paintbrush there, please. <laughs> well, you know, there's like no other fight other than that. Like, uh, two grown people are taking my paintbrushes and fighting with them. <laughs> and they're like, I just spent all that money in that damn paint. Like, you know how expensive paint can be from time to time with your stuff. I don't know if it's different with house paint versus acrylics. Well, I mean, but still... It, but yeah. Yes, but still, paint ain't... some expensive paint yeah, out there. paint in general ain't cheap. Especially house paint is supposed to last 20 to 30 years. Woo! In general, so, like, it's going to be tough, man. It's it's To me, it's going to be bizarre. So, like... I think it's funny. Now, like, this to me, like, this series of events was the funniest of the movie. Um, the, um, this series of events was actually the funniest. So, Edwina gets in, she calls Hank, and he's like, you know, Barnaby's being mean to me. Are you gonna get, finally get this divorce? Yeah, you're gonna do it? And, uh, you know, he, the, there's kids playing, you know, like, they're playing Native American over there, like, 1950s Native American stuff in the background of this, and he's like, alright, I'll join you, and he puts all the war paint face on and goes and joins them, and, you know, they have this thing, and meanwhile, there's... His big, bright idea is to fucking scalp... Um, <laughs> We're gonna scalp the lawyer. Hank. We're gonna scalp this lawyer We're gonna really tie well. him up to a post. The, oh, and then there's that damn John Wayne kid. It. Okay, now we're the John Wayne kid now. <laughs> it's like, is he doing a John Wayne impression? Because everything yeah. he says is kind of flat like that and yeah. aggressive. He almost wanted him to say, where's my penis, Pilgrim? <laughs> goddamn family guy. <laughs> See, you cancel him again. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, everything just, he says is like... Kind of like John Wayne. But what you just said is the second time that you've said goddamn family guy in this show. You've been keeping track of a thing that only occurred once before? Yes. Well, because I listened to our MASH episode that we did way, way back when recently. You know what? I would give the movie a chance. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did the last episode of Mash back when we did our. Uh, we did a World War Two month. A World War. Uh, a war. Well, yeah, modern. We did, yeah, we did. Twentieth century wars. We did U.S. Military Month. Yeah. At one point, and you know, we covered that with my dad, and um, that was a fun episode. But you know, we also mentioned why you know we can't take one pivotal part of drama in that episode seriously because because of a family guy Taz, joke. a family guy. I was eating a bucket of chicken, and there wasn't a chicken. There was a baby. (laughs) This is what happens when you see parodies before originals. But anyways, uh, Uh, do you want to find that episode? Because we can tell you about 4041 Media. (laughs) Sure, why not?
Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Sake Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back. All right, so like this is my favorite bit of the whole movie, like where they're talking about like you know what they're gonna do and how like these kids are gonna scalp this lawyer. And he has a big sharp pair of scissors. And the plan of how they're gonna scalp it, but like they got they gotta do this war dance first because little John Wayne is like, you gotta do a war dance first, Pilgrim. <laughs> he didn't say Pilgrim. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but, the, you know, they're doing this. Like, Cary Grant is in, like, his face is all painted. And, like, just one kid that, has got... That house paint's got to have lead or something in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it, Damn, he it got painted all over his face. You're exactly right. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's still yeah. got the house paint on his face. Jeez, I hope and it's green or something. So something totally not racist. While they're doing this, and you know they're they're going through like this plan, like you got to do a war dance, like you kids are gonna tie him up, and then you're all gonna dance and you're all gonna hang around. You're gonna have fun with it. And then and there's then that one gonna, kid who's like uh, wants to wishes he could light a fire, yeah. but they always catch you. <laughs> we can't catch <laughs> right. You know, like, catch me when I play. No, like, that was the John Wayne kid. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, all these kids, right, are just saying one kid is fire. not. But the funny thing is, one, not a single kid They'll is saying, you. why isn't, why is this adult doing this? Yeah. Like, no, not a single kid is like, why? And, and meanwhile, there's the yeah, neighbor. Yeah, and the neighbor has dropped off this child. Toddler. To be watched. You know, oversized yeah. overalls. And, you know, they're like, okay, fine, we'll watch the kid, and they just leave the kid on the lawn. Yeah, while she hangs the laundry. Yeah, and it's like, okay, well, you just go the, right here. The toddler just crawls straight out of his uh, overalls, butt naked, and, oh, this is when um, uh, Edwina has See, this is my home. favorite part. And it's there, but they do this, and Edwina wakes up, the baby's lying next to her, and she thinks it's her husband. <laughs> and I'm like... Which right. makes no freaking sense, because isn't that kid, like, have blonde hair? Yeah. It's just, it's pale. His yeah, hair's I mean, too pale. Yeah, the formula's worn off because it wears off when you sleep. Mm. And he's just like, you know, and she does, she sees it, sees the naked kid... All the clothes are just kind of like... Oh, he's, are, she sees uh, yeah. Barnaby's clothes mm. off to the side. So, did he change out of his clothes? He sees She sees yeah, he Barnaby's did. clothes and assumed that he shrank and, and crawled out yeah. of them. And, you know, she goes back with this baby. In like, the taxi. Oh, it's in the taxi. And the taxi driver, like... What the? This is my husband. <laughs> and this taxi driver in like 1950s style yellow cab uniform, like 
Take us to Oxley Corporation. Alright, lady, yeah, I will. Like, it, it... It's weird. It's just like, they go through this trying to figure out how they're gonna reverse this. It's like, our smartest scientist is a baby? <laughs> you know, this sounds like it could be the plot of a 90s movie. Yes, that's exactly what I was just thinking. Oh my god. It would have been a really stupid 90s movie. Yeah, it's with bad CGI. Really bad CGI, and you know they would have done it again, and there would have been one evil scientist that was a baby too. Oh my god! Somebody make this movie! And it's just... It's like some stupid fucking baby genius thing. When they do that, like, we've got to find a formula to get old. Well, like, they, uh. they, they, they can just go see a, an amusement park robot. Right. And a fortune told. Right. And we're going to get old. It just, like, Prepare. It, it's just like, what? I, I see this, like. And they're trying to get the antidote where they're there, but they realize it's like, okay, they got to get the baby to sleep. And there's more scientists, and then now they're drinking the water. You know, they're like, oh, we're parched. Let's all, well, they're, you know, they get the baby to go to sleep, and they're all drinking. Edwina doesn't drink the water, but they pour the rest of the water out, and they find the this formula. This water sucks! Yeah, they find that the formula's there, but now they're all reverting to childhood. <laughs> They're spraying each other with hoses yeah. and salsa so, bottles. Barnaby wakes up and then he gets back into the laboratory crawling through the window. It makes you wonder how many times he's crawled back and forth through that window anyway. Oh my god, he's Sam. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh my god. Fantasy uh, casting. Oh wow! Yeah, we're not we're not there yet, but it it yeah it would be like. And that would make that yeah. that would uh yeah. make it Wiena Clarissa. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> Ferguson so, could be the chimp. That works, yeah. But the um, it, you know, where they go back and. You know, they're there and like he's in they're in the they're in the lab and like it's just it's very nineteen fifty. Particularly nineteen fifty two is I think at some point it's like nobody's really questioning on an urgent matter whose kid this is. Yeah, you know. At this point it's like, okay Well, gotta bring my baby there's back. There's Doctor there's my husband, here's the baby, and there's even a line here where they're like well, we got to go ahead and figure out whose it is. And we never see the baby again. Yeah, and it's like, okay, like, and it's just like, it never, they just move on, and it's just like, okay, whose baby is this? Then they're talking about, you know, the virtues of old age. Yeah. Which and, is a good, yeah. Because they want to just, did they destroy the formula? They did, yeah, when they, yeah, he ripped up the formula earlier on. On, on paper. But that was the one that didn't even work. Yeah, it just had and, heat. Yeah, they did it. So they, uh, they tossed that formula once they found it and they put the new bottle in. Oh, and then there was that joke about having Esther work hard on yeah. it. Yeah, and it's, um, yeah, there is, in the, in the end, you know, where they're, they're, they're in their bedroom and they're going to go out, they're getting dressed to go out, and uh, he notes, this is one of the lines from the movie, it's really, is you're, you're old only when you forget you're young. Hmm. Which is a really interesting oh, yeah. line. 
And it's really funny because it's like, now it's like, I've been working on a new formula. And he hugs her and you see the look in Ginger Rogers' eyes like, oh, you got a new formula. It's fucking Viagra. I thought the formula was a metaphor I for think learning a lesson. No, I I think he invented Viagra. <laughs> it's just, you know, I, I don't know. They're happy to stay home now. Yeah. <laughs> I like you in that dress. <laughs> you know, good call back from the beginning. And, you know, that basically in monkey business, it's worth checking this out. It's a silly movie for an hour and a half, and it's rare, like, you know, we covered a Cary Grant sort of comedy before. Are you talking about Arsenic and Old Lace? Yeah. That was definitely a comedy. Yeah, and, uh, you know, had some dark, sinister stuff, and I mean, he... You can't beat that one. No, that that one's funny. This is, yeah, this is not at that level, but this is a really, because he plays a lot more of the straight man in this one. But this yeah, is in the funny. sillier movie, which is yeah. weird. Yeah, and but he's kind of like an arsenic and old lace. He really had to rely on his physical comedy, and this one he's a little older, so but still do that really, damn cartwheel. Ginger Rogers really steals the show in this for me. Yeah, like she really is funny. Mm. Is damn funny. So. It does bring us to fantasy casting, and we don't have, um, we don't have the dice on us here. So, I mean... We'll just wiggle our fingers! (laughs) Imagine spot. (laughs) What's your imagine spot? Imagine spot? Don't answer that. Uh, What are you thinking, though? I wanted to continue my Clarissa Explains It All. Yeah. I have another one along the same line. So, um... Sam, that would be Fulton. Yeah. And Clarissa would ha- obviously be uh, Edwina. Yeah. So who is who would be Laurel? The alligator? Her mom? No, that wouldn't make no, sense. No. The alligator? Yeah. I, the baby alligator. I guess. I mean, I, don't, I barely remember that show. It was a baby alligator named Elvis. There was? Yeah. Jocelyn, did you know that? Didn't he live, like, near the window in his little uh, pool sandbox thing? Yeah, it's... It would have a lot more drawing on the screen. Yeah, that part is lost on me, but I gotta say, another I think of is here's along that same line and on TV at the same time was another couple that were kids. Corey Matthews and Topanga Lawrence. Not really familiar with that. A boy meets world. Other than they ended up together. Yeah, I think that that would be interesting, but I gotta throw it. You in think the for... story would change it all? Because they'd start off as kids with the formula and make them old. I, th- like I think big? so. Or would I it just so, make them yeah. act like babies? Um, possibly, possibly. So, which actually does bring me to my other side of it. As if you think of it, the um, what would be really, really interesting is if you have Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman, huh? In those roles, because Nick Offerman can get physical, mm. and Amy Poehler definitely takes a lot of cues from Ginger Rogers, 
in general is one of her personal acting heroes. From the, you know, and I gotta deal with it. And also to throw this in for Dan and Jocelyn, patron saint oh, Christopher Walken. <laughs> How would that change things? If he was in there and he was in the Cary Grant role, not a goddamn thing. <laughs> I don't think anything would change at all. Oh, God. Imagine him trying to scalp Hank. <laughs> what kind of... But that whole scene, though... Hank look. is lucky he didn't get his face cut off. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to back that up here. Tell about what he did to Hank's hair. No, if... Uh, oh, yeah, he made it into a mohawk. Yeah, he cut but his hair the, off. Yeah. But uh, if you if you do that, no, no, I'm gonna back that up. It's actually, not the Cary Grant role. Beep beep. Christopher beep, beep. Christopher Walken as the John Wayne kid. <laughs> what? <laughs> you gotta go ahead. You gotta do a war dance first. <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> What's his face in that meme? The Hello Fellow Students meme. Oh, uh, Steve Buscemi. Yes, <laughs> as the John Wayne kid. <laughs> kids you gotta do a war dance first <laughs> you can't light fires they'll catch you <laughs> but it would be funny as Christopher Walken though oh. <laughs> you can't light any fires they'll catch you <laughs> my mom puts out fires not fun no one said that oh, I mean, I'm saying it as Christopher Walken oh. was in it you play you the fire thing you can't do that here you gotta do a war dance first this fucking guy came over here and he was, he had paint all over his face and we fucking scalped the guy. He must have gotten high off of that. I don't know if you can We scalped the guy. Goddamn 50s lead filled paint. Oh, man. Now he has brain damage. Oh, man. You fucking scalped the guy. Oh, this is cracking me up. So, hell, ha. Uh, anyway, so, this one is just funny. It really is. I mean, you have any other thoughts on it? No. Alright, well. All right. Oh, one thing. I'm just glad, I'm just glad uh, Laurel was a good driver. Yeah. I thought they were going to probably do a cheap joke at their expense. What, when she oh, has to drive oh, home. Oh, the dumb woman driver thing? Yeah, but she, they didn't. You mean Edwina or? No, oh, Laurel. Monroe? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. All right, well, hey. All right, gang, so um, we're going to wrap this one up here. Um, keep in mind, uh, we, we are... Um, we want to thank again, uh, Leela. Thank you so much of Simon and Schuster for uh, you know reaching out and really setting this whole thing up. Uh, we really appreciate it. So um, you know, down below, get the link, um, and uh, you either have to copy paste the link or you might click it depending on what your caster is. Um, so go ahead and uh, do that. Fill out the form, and you'll be in the drawing to actually get this free amazing book uh, written by Scott Iman. Absolutely awesome guy. I cannot recommend this enough. It's a really, really good one. So thank you for listening. Be good. Take care of yourself. But don't be too good. <laughs>